Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 120th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. And today we're going to be going over a spot where I just knew my opponent was bluffing. <laughs> and that's usually not good if you just know your opponent is bluffing. We actually discuss this general concept in one of my, well, my newest book is called Bluffs. You can check it out at jonathanlillepoker.com slash bluffs. And you don't want to be making nonsensical bluffs such that it's somewhat obvious to your opponent that you are indeed bluffing. Because that's a problem. You do not want your opponents to know that you don't have anything. So anyway, in this hand, we're playing 400-800 with a 100 ante. I raised to 2,000 from third position with ace-nine offsuit, which is a little bit too wide of an open, but I must have thought that this was a weak table, so I could probably get away with it. But I do think this is going to be a fold most of the time. So only the button with 20,000 chips calls. So his stack is somewhat short. He has... um. 20,000, actually this program's running through no problem. <laughs> um, he had 20,000 chips to, to going to the flop. So the flop comes 875. I bet small, about 2,400, and he decided to raise to 5,600. And I do not know what possessed me to go all in, but most likely in my mind, I was incredibly convinced that my opponent was bluffing. And the reason for that is that I don't think very many people should be raising many hands on 8.75 because when they do raise, what are they actually expecting to happen? Like if I have an overpair, I'm always going to call. And if I have an unpaired hand and you have a value hand, like say 9.8, very often I'm just going to fold and that's a hand that you actually wanted to keep in the pot. So this is a spot where I don't really expect to get raised too often with these stack sizes. And when I did get raised... It really made me think my opponent was on a bunch of draws. So on 875, obviously, there are a lot of draws available. The issue, though, is that really, should my opponent be calling my preflop raise with stuff like, well, 9-8, for example, or 8-7, or 7-6, stuff like that? The problem with this board is that it should be somewhat easy for my opponent to have a draw that has also a pair that I lose to. So kind of an interesting spot where... I think most of the time I'm going to be in pretty bad shape with this ace nine, but something induced me to shove. And I imagine in this scenario, I could just look and tell that my opponent was very uneasy. This again, goes back to paying attention to your opponents and what they are doing. Notice we have my opponent listed as an unknown player, but really no one's completely unknown. And if this guy looks uncomfortable and that's the vibe we get. And I, you know, I, I trust my reads a long time ago. Um, Phil Helmuth was talking to me in Australia after he saw me make what was sort of a standard call with something like three of a kind where it was obvious the guy loved his hand, right? So if I have three of a kind, the guy loves his hand, I'm probably no good, so I should have folded. He came up to me on break and said, you know, you've been playing poker a long time. You probably have reads better than that at this point. And, you know, I do. And I just have to be disciplined and trust them. And most likely, if you've been playing poker for a long time, your reads are at least okay, assuming you have pretty good results. And if that's the case, then... There's nothing wrong with leaning on them. And so this was in that process of trying to experiment and really trust them. And the problem with this hand, from my point of view in my spot, is that my opponent could just be bluffing with a better hand. And that's a problem, right? If my opponent's ever bluffing with ace-jack and then decides to make a hero call off, that's horrible. If they decide to have 6-5 uh, and bet and then call it off, raise and then call it off, that's also horrible. So a lot of bad things can happen here. So even though I knew my opponent was bluffing in this spot... I think I should have just folded. 
Um, I, I don't really see much I can do here. I did like to go all in, though. I'm certainly not going to call in this spot because if my opponent does have a draw, like Jack-9, for example, I don't really care if he folds. But to my surprise, he actually called. And I think that's not a very good play at all. I mean, I, I wonder what my opponent was even thinking here because for me to shove, if I have a value hand, it's going to be an overpair, right? And his hand is in really bad shape versus overpairs. He's just drawing to, uh, drawing to his straight draw. Notice here it's not only a gut shot, and he's, um, six gives him a straight too, so he has an op- uh, a double gut shot straight draw. He has jack nine, by the way, if I didn't mention that, on 875. Hello to everyone listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast application you're using. Um, by the way, if you're not watching this uh, this podcast on jonathanlittlepoker.com, I suggest you check it out. I also have a lot of blog posts that I, I post a weekly blog every week that's usually some sort of educational content. So if you've not checked that out, I do suggest you do so. Anyway, I jammed here and my opponent called and I think it was a pretty bad play by him. And this time we actually chop it up. I guess I did not mention the fact that I have a gut shot straight draw here too. Um, so it's not like I was only leaning on the ace high being good because the six is sometimes good. The nine is sometimes good. Like for example, when my opponent has 10, nine, the nine doesn't help them. Um, so this is an interesting spot. I, I don't really think I'm doing this very often at all, but this time I liked it to go for it and it worked out. That's gonna be it for this episode of weekly poker hand. Thanks for being here. I'll be back with another hand next week.